0: Actually, guys, can you give me one minute? Can I take that call?
1: Yeah, sure, absolutely. Mike and I are ready to do this podcast with Gerald, and he walks away. Too big, too important for talking to Mike and I. I get it. It's good to be the Gerald, I guess. But All right, sorry about that. No problem. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Squat Cobbler. This is Kelly at K-E-L-L-Y-T-H-U-L on Twitter and Instagram, brought to you by Facebook. Well, what Instagram brought to you by Facebook. There's a comma in there.
0: (laughs) And I am Dr. Mike, and I might as well tell you to like and subscribe on whatever platform you're on now, because guess what, kids? It's another Kelly episode, so... Expect some rocky road from here on out. So get the like and subscribe in now. If you get mad about it later next week, we'll calm things back down again. Cause we're kind of on like an every other week schedule with being offensive slash it was Kelly's topic.
1: So I think offensive is a bit of a strong word. Maybe just thought provoking. Let's go with that. Thought- I like that. Yeah.
0: Provocative.
1: Yeah. And we, as you come to expect from squat cobbler, we are just like on it, on the issues right away. And let's talk about Facebook a little bit here. Some things have happened uh, over the past couple of weeks. They introduced, I'm sure after hundreds of thousands of dollars, a new logo for Facebook, which is the word Facebook in all caps in a nondescript font uh, that they are now going to kind of overlay. I don't know if you saw any of the articles on it, but the, when they display the, the new logo, it'll be blue. And it's a it's a GIF, and well, let's stay super controversial to start off with. Is it GIF or JIF for you?
0: Um, it's a it's a GIF for me.
1: Yep. So we're both right. It's GIF. So anyone out there who calls it a gif you're you know still subscribed, but you know then leave because you don't know what you're talking about. But it's a GIF that uh, starts off as blue for Facebook proper, the social network, goes to green for WhatsApp. Actually, I want to talk to you a little bit about that before, before we're done today. And then it goes to kind of this gradient of orange and red to purple for Instagram. Because I guess one of the things that they were worried about, and it was in every release I saw, is we really want people to know who's giving them the software. So all of these platforms, Facebook by Facebook, shouldn't be a big shock to anyone. But if you hadn't been keeping track, they have bought both WhatsApp and Instagram. And so you'll begin to see on the splash screen on your apps, brought to you by Facebook in their fancy new block letter logo. So did you get a chance to size that logo up, Mike? I'd be interested in your th- your thoughts on its aesthetic.
0: So I didn't really get a chance to check it out. Um so I'm not super prepared as I typically am, putting in that that hard work that you would expect. But uh we kind of we kind of came up with this. I don't want to say last minute, but kind of on the spur of the moment because we realized, you know, you guys obviously love when we delve into the hard-hitting issues and typography is something that is guaranteed to stir up a ruckus. <laughs> So I think rebranding of companies anytime anyone does it is it's a tricky thing. I have seen <laughs> logos go great, general rebranding of companies go great, and then things go really wrong. I think that Facebook, particularly right now, is Disney in the early successful Pixar days. And by that, I mean, uh, there was a period of time where Disney, and it's hard to believe now as they launched their new streaming service and buy everything, uh, there was a period of time where Disney, the actual core studio Disney, was really, really struggling. And what was keeping Disney afloat was their theme parks and side projects like distributing for companies like Pitts like Pixar. And they got a, you know, big cut of those movies. So I feel like that's kind of where Facebook is right now. Like they they out they took down MySpace sort of. MySpace was already big and bloated and people were looking to jump ship looking for the next thing. They've reached this point where they need to to redefine themselves. They need to move forward with the technology and instead of doing that, they've hooked themselves to other things the way that Disney did. But Disney as as I kind of alluded to, has rode that wave to great great success and that's led to them absorbing Pixar eventually, as well as Marvel, Lucasfilm and so many other properties. Uh, And I feel like that's the trajectory that Facebook is on, but in a a social media platform lane that they're in. So, you know, Instagram came along and was going to be the Facebook killer. So they bought that. Then WhatsApp came along. And I am curious uh, because you mentioned it that you would like to discuss WhatsApp. I'll, I'll let you get your thoughts on it out first before I get mine. Uh, But that's that's where I'm at with it. Like Facebook is trying to become the Disney of social media.
1: Yeah. And they they have bought the Bible and they're in conversation on the Koran. But uh, they are moving through basically all all communication. They will eventually own everything. So
0: now that that Kelly's brought religion. (laughs) Of course. just, Just to. Offend the the last few stragglers who we hadn't touched on yet. Let me pile on here for a second. <laughs> I don't know how the Koran deal is going to work out. How do you make a profile for Muhammad? He's not allowed to be depicted in any way. Except on Family Guy.
1: So, no, South Park. South Park actually portrayed South him Park. in the superhero yeah. one. Family Guy... Felt just short. Um, I think uh, so. Eggs are okay for Muslims, right? That's cool because it could just be like the Twitter egg, <laughs> and as long as that's fine. <laughs> yeah,
0: I guess. But it, no, that's a depiction. uh well, then I guess not. I, I believe I'm, I'm not. If if any of our listeners are Muslim, I would actually like that clarified. Genuinely, I believe that that would count as a depiction. Oh, maybe we'll just say brought to you by Facebook. <laughs> It'll just be their logo. <laughs> It'd just be the logo. There is brilliant rebranding right there. South Park, numerous times, ha- has found themselves lagging and have, have jumped on certain controversies. And again, the, the show has been on forever and they've accomplished so much. We think there's, it's one of those things where, like, where else is there to go with it? Um, and I like South Park. This is not a slight against them, but they they brilliantly sort of rebrand themselves in the the public consciousness whenever things kind of start to to slump a little bit and they've done that recently with the whole banned in china thing brilliantly done on their part um so they've made a big campaign out of the idea that South Park is now banned in china air quotes so for anyone who doesn't know this almost everything from western culture is banned in china <laughs> pop records like teen pop records <laughs> <laughs> are banned in China. Anything that depicts capitalist culture uses any sort of violence, sexuality, or anything that goes against their more strict political view system is banned in China. To the degree anywhere from, depending on what it is, a fine to things that they consider really offensive, you could actually go to jail for. So our friends in Guns N' Roses put out an album called Chinese Democracy as a joke (laughs) on the title because they they were taking their time making that record. So when They started doing interviews and people asked when it was coming out. They would jokingly say when there's democracy in China to the point where that became the title of the album. You could actually be jailed for having a copy of that album in China. So South Park has been banned in China for a long time. And being banned in China is not a difficult feat to accomplish. Nearly everything... That comes from Western culture is not allowed distribution in China. They're very very strict about it. But South Park brilliantly has jumped on this and turned it into a marketing ploy, something that was never available widely in China. So the, Facebook should go the South Park route, not the Disney route, in my opinion.
1: Fair enough. So I don't have a lot of what WhatsApp thoughts. I I have it. I've done some some use of it. I think this is probably a component of. Much like Snapchat, which Mike and I have shared in the past, we're not big fans of. Uh, I think it speaks to the most current generation of how folks want to interact. But I've, I've never entirely kind of got the, the point uh, that how it gives me more than really what Twitter gives me. And I, I have greater access to more people, more points of view in Twitter than I do in WhatsApp. I have it. <laughs> I've used it a little bit. I don't know if we've ever mentioned on the show the fact that I won a New Yorker contest that used to run on social media and named a holiday called Harbor Day, which actually is coming up. It's December 1st, and there's been a Facebook group forever on that, and that's worked out kind of nice uh, to have people kind of connect and be passive-aggressive, which is the whole point of Harbor Day. And had somebody say, well, I don't really want to do it on, on Facebook, but if you set something up on WhatsApp, I'll do it. So I did. That was my entry into WhatsApp. And it's out there, but I suck at it, <laughs> and so it, uh, it's not really done a whole lot. So I don't have much thoughts outside of it confuses me, so I'd be interested in
0: your point of view. So my introduction to it uh, was when we went to Central America on the Drones and Blowjobs tour. Uh when we were getting ready to do that, somebody in our group of people had suggested we try using WhatsApp. So for anyone who doesn't know, they're, depending on your cell phone plan here in the United States, more than likely when you leave the country, you will have limited, if any, access to that cell phone plan. Depending on who your, your service provider is for your cell phone plan, uh, you can purchase International packages. I know that Apple offers it as like a day-to-day rate. I don't know what that is. I don't have an iPhone, so I don't know what the rate is, but that's how some people did it. Someone came up with the suggestion of using WhatsApp and convinced a bunch of people in our party to download this so that we could message each other through WhatsApp. And at the time, I believe that is at least in part how that was being pushed. Like you can communicate with each other anywhere. It doesn't matter if you don't have service or you don't have this. So here's the thing, stupid people. (laughs) if you don't have cell phone service you can't access the app so what's the point of that (laughs) and then their argument once i pointed that out was well when we have wi-fi you can make calls and message people on wi-fi regardless of whether or not you have your cell phone service there (laughs) pretty much every phone will offer you some sort of wi-fi version you can get on wi-fi you can use facebook messenger if you had to again go back to facebook to make phone calls and send people messages and do video chats and all that good stuff so what's the point of it that that was kind of my my beginning and end of whatsapp it's like oh it's another app to do everything my phone already does but you know just less of it cool beyond that though i haven't had any interaction with it i had initially downloaded it because it was pitched to me as something better than what it was when i looked at it i was like oh this is dumb deleted it (laughs) have not returned to it yeah
1: and behalf of everybody on this podcast except mike i'd like to say that the hey stupid was not directed at any of our loyal squat cobbler listeners uh and i'm sure he meant he didn't mean you so
0: no not you guys you guys are fine you get it just to clarify
1: good job mike (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah,
0: I would hate to take us down a controversial path That's on this show.
1: Right. Yeah, yeah, it's you. <laughs> it, uh, but I'm I'm an enabler. I, I'll be willing to admit that. <laughs> but I think it's you. We had the nice debate with Rebecca Kennedy and Bennett on the benefits of Snapchat or lack thereof. That was kind of fun. Uh, however, um, I don't think a, a similar one for WhatsApp would be good because it doesn't sound like either you or I would have a whole lot to, to say about it.
0: Yeah. And I mean, and again, this was to the best of my understanding, sort of the infancy of the app. I'm sure there's a lot more features now. I'm sure that there's more you can do with it. I still kind of don't care until it shows me something that it can do better than the other apps or something new. Like, for example, we've discussed this when we've talked about social media. I predominantly use Instagram because it is focused on photos and I know I can post photos on other apps I obviously can post photos on Twitter can post photos on Facebook but it's not built for that that's just a function or a bonus feature if you will that that it features on there Instagram is built for photos so that's why I prefer that so once WhatsApp does something other than is a messenger app that you know i still need cell phone service or some sort of wi-fi to use i need something more out of it maybe it offers that now and i'm just not aware of it please feel free to leave comments below and then kelly's gonna jump on and and tell you how stupid you guys are and wrong
1: just go back listen carefully You'll see what's going on about there. But speaking of political <laughs> ads, uh, the other thing we want
0: to... a smooth transition. That's I pretty,
1: pretty cool, was not it? Which have pictures that Mike likes to post on Instagram. The other thing, just to kind of keep things good and complicated, would be... Let's just take a moment and talk about that, because the other Facebook-related kind of thing that has gone on is... Apparently, Zuckerberg and Jack Dorsey are kind of having a who's king of the nerds fight a little bit here. And... So Dorsey on the Twitter side of the equation says Twitter's not going to take any political ads ever again because anyone who's been on Twitter knows how what pure driven snow Twitter is as far as a community of interaction. But no political ads on Twitter and Zuckerberg is taking the position like we'll put them on. Don't expect us to fact check them, but we're going to put them on. and It's kind of dug into it and there are people on both sides of the fence on that on one saying, yeah, that's absolutely the right way to go. Uh, free speech, a variety variety of other things. There's other folks that that feel, as we've talked in previous episodes, that Facebook has opened Pandora's box to let the easily confused be confused by false ads. So, if there was Dr. Mike book, (laughs) a social media network, uh, and you drew most of your income for your social network via advertising, would you accept political ads, Mike? And if you did, would you fact check them?
0: I mean, if I was, I'm not sure if I would accept them, but if I was going to accept them, I would absolutely not fact check them. In fact, I would make my own that were more outlandish and ridiculous than anything else in the hopes that it actually spurs people on to maybe think for themselves. Yeah, I it won't. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, and I
1: don't think you've been clear. You know, we are coming up on another election year, and while I think we both remain steadfast into the right answer is elect Alice Cooper, you also threw your hat in the ring. last election. And I haven't seen you up on the podium uh, on the Democratic side. I haven't seen Donald Trump calling you names. So apparently you're not running on the Republican side. (laughs) What is, we can break some news on Squat Copper. Will Mike Belinsky be running for president again? In 2020,
0: Absolutely. Yeah. I think the reason, so the reason you're not seeing it at this juncture is obviously I'm going to be an independent candidate. The reason you're not seeing it at this juncture is because if I post something on social media now, next year, you guys aren't going to remember it. We, this is, this is, you know, quick content culture. There, there's no way that something I post now is going to be remembered then. I'm going to wait till closer to the election, do my big push, win, <laughs> you're going to be my vice president, and stand in for the drug test. I assume there's a drug test to become president. You would think, right? I Well, I don't know anymore. <laughs> I don't know what tests they do to
1: determine fitness. I think safety, we should play it safe. Uh, I think it's a good plan. It might actually be fun uh, to begin to maybe um, test market a few of the political ads with the squatties, and we can start to... Include brief little 30-second spots in future blog posts too of the Bolinski Tool Ticket one and really, really have some fun with that.
0: I think that could definitely be a really cool thing to do. And we should do, maybe, we should do our own version of a debate. So I'm going to guess that we're going to have a hard time
1: getting um, any opponents to join us, but
0: how great would that be though
1: we could just put little <laughs> cutouts of them and,
0: and just, what a great point you made you're right <laughs> just, i'm quitting the race <laughs> i'm going to vote for you
1: yeah i think we should we should explore that further <laughs> and so we'll we'll uh, we'll dig into that yeah so but how amazing would it be if we got someone to come on <laughs> So there's probably a few that, that might be available to are kind of looking for a, a little more airtime, but yeah, that would be. I guess we could we could put up, start putting on an open invitation, and say we will debate you anytime. <laughs> I don't think anyone's going to take us up on it though, but that'd be fun. I mean, it can't hurt to ask. I mean, that's how we've gotten most of our guests. <laughs> that's been the model. Can't hurt to ask, and uh, we've been pretty pretty successful. So who knows? I'm shooting
0: for Trump. That that could be a, <laughs> that could be a fun one. That could be a fun one. I think it'd be great. I would love to have in any capacity, whether it's a debate or anything. I would love to have Donald Trump on this show.
1: I would too. I think that could be that would be a a
0: very special squat (laughs) cobbler.
1: That would so just because,
0: I mean, obviously, I'm sure he's a fan. The Pope is a fan of us. Yeah. So of course, Donald Trump is listening. Yeah. So just to set his mind at ease, because I'm sure he's listening to this right now. And he's like, I'm never going on that show. Kelly's going to ask me all kinds of crazy stuff. What would be your opening question for Donald Trump? Were he here on the show with us?
1: Oh, boy, put me on the spot, Mike. So I guess my first question would be is, where exactly are you at three o'clock in the morning when some of these tweets come out? Because there's there's theories where he's at. But I'd like to know for sure. What's your theory on that, sir? I think he's, I think he brought one of the gold toilets from Trump Tower, <laughs> moved it into the White House. He's in the bathroom, thinking hard, <laughs> and needing to kill
0: some time, and
1: says, ah, I think I'll throw out a tweet. Where do you have uh, President Trump during these tweets, Mike?
0: Ooh. I'm going to say in the Oval Office, smoking a cigar, feet up on the, the desk. I don't know. Is there a name for the, the president's desk? So I
1: had one. I'm not going to use it. No. Uh there there is actually there, there well there's a there was a type of desk, the the desk that Kennedy had. I cannot remember what they actually describe if there's a specific kind of name. I think The
0: Monroe.
1: <laughs> the Monroe Desk? I think it might have been. <laughs> um I was gonna call it the
0: Lewinsky shed, but I think that would be wrong. <laughs> so, so. That's good. That's what we're going with. So he's got his feet up on the Lewinsky shed. I imagine Kanye West is somewhere <laughs> they're' they're, doing... they're inseparable these days <laughs> I imagine he's so in the Oval Office this is how I picture it based on movies you have the president's desk and you have like a couple seats and couches like away from there for a guest to sit I imagine that they push that stuff to the side Kanye is sitting on the floor doing some sort of arts and crafts project at 3 a.m <laughs> cutting up construction paper <laughs> fitting it together in different ways <laughs> holding it up getting trump's approval he's giving him a thumbs up or whatever while he, in between tweets that's my
1: envisioning yours is a lot better <laughs> it's a much richer tapestry i like yours a lot
0: plus there, there's a kanye guest appearance you can't go wrong with that nope
1: another person we need to have on the show
0: <laughs> so i would love to have kanye west on
1: the yeah. show we're, op- we're open to all of this guys another big listener i think he-
0: yeah, oh, absolutely. He is, what was his most recent thing? He is God's way of showing off?
1: Yeah, it, yeah, that, uh, I haven't, I've seen some of the photos and a few of the blurbs on it, uh, but yeah, he's got, he's got something going on right now. And it is a little bit about, you know, God, Jesus, me, <laughs> you know, and it's, it's, yes. <laughs> It, uh, the Mount Rushmore of Catholicism, as we all
0: remember it from school. That's right. <laughs> the Book of the book of Kanye would be a good book, one. Oh, what a missed opportunity. So his most recent album that he put out is called Jesus is King. How amazing would it have been if it was called The Book of Kanye? Kanye, please call your next album and put it out like next week. You don't give a shit anymore. Everybody knows it. Just slap something together, put it out, and call it The Book of Kanye. Please. A squat please. copper production. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: Brought to you by Squat Cobbler in the Squealer font, which is our official brand <laughs> Squat.
0: Yeah, put it just no cover image, just a, just Squealer font, the book of Kanye. I will master your album for free. Just Just make this happen.
1: And you get the Squat Cobbler bump, Kanye. We're here for you. We're going to make you a star, sir. So since you brought political ads up again, the other part I would mentioned is <laughs> this This just seems like noise to me right now because whenever in the history of politics in the United States has a political ad been fact-checked? <laughs> you know, it, I th- I kind of assume people understand let the buyer beware on the information that's coming to you. So I, I kind of align with Mr. Zuckerberg on... If you're going to have them let them go out you know and you kind of just cross your fingers that people can view things critically <laughs> before they simply accept it it's like well it was in it was on facebook it has to be true that's not how it works so i think if you if you're going to choose to take take uh, take political ads you take them from anybody you need to take them from mike uh and uh and you just let them roll and there's plenty of people out there to fact check. If you want to if you want to kind of tap into that, it's not too hard to do.
0: Yeah. And and Kelly raises an incredible point there. When were political ads ever fact? I mean, I remember even going back to when I was a kid, political ads just being ridiculous. And I'm old enough to be able to say things like that now, like back in my day. I'm 37 years old. I remember always political ads were ridiculous with insane, over-the-top claims on both sides. So when were these ever fact-checked? My favorite, of course, I and I don't remember the woman's name. I just remember the ads. The lady who started all of her political ads with "I'm not a witch." Yeah, and
1: and totally unfact-checked. She totally right. could have been a witch. Is she a witch? I don't know. Well, she said she wasn't, but political ad. Maybe she is. Maybe she's
0: not. That would be like if we started our political ads with vice presidential candidate Kelly Tool did not murder a stripper named Booty Dust.
1: I think we're going to want to workshop that one a little further. (laughs) Not in quotes. (laughs) It depends what the meaning of
0: murder is, I guess. I wasn't in there. I just know Kelly went in the champagne room. Booty Dust died.
1: Yeah, they don't fact check squat cobblers either. (laughs) So this this is our other problem. All right. I think I'm giving up for this week. I don't, I don't, I don't have any other trouble to cause. Is there any, any trouble you would like to cause before we uh, wrap yet another squat on the issues up?
0: Just one thing. Who do you think will be running against Donald Trump next year in the Democratic seat? Because I mean, obviously, I'm running against both of them. But who's our other major opponent? So
1: I'm gonna. I mean, so I'm bad at this because when Trump when Trump announced, I go, he's going to be in this for two weeks. When he started to win a few primaries ago, he's going to get beat up in the debates and he'll quit. He was a Republican. Uh, things like, okay, he won that, but there's no way he's going to win. the." G- so I was wrong, 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 wrong all the way through. So my track record's not good. But, and it's probably because it's I'm rooting for a hometown guy, sort of. Mayor Pete uh, from South Bend. South Bend is 45 minutes from where I grew up. So I kind of like Mayor Pete. I think he's got the least amount of crazy so far of everybody i've seen so we don't have a good track record of picking the least amount of crazy but i think he's got a shot uh which would be pretty cool or somebody's going to kind of come rolling in like a bloomberg or something like that uh so i i really am starting to think that bear pete's got a shot because i think biden's just not going to make it uh one way or another and I think Bernie and Elizabeth Warren uh, have strongly held points of view on some things that are going to just probably have a hard time really getting a a huge amount of the base behind them. So then you start going, well, who's left? And so it may be Mayor Mayor Pete. Who do you think?
0: I really don't know. It's it's a tough one for me because I see the support that Bernie has, but there's a part of me that's like, that guy could never be president. But there was a part of me that was like, the guy who created the payita for 7-Eleven could never be president, and here we are.
1: The guy that had a famous grabbing quote, you wouldn't think could be president, yet here we are.
0: <laughs> right. So I say that, but Bernie Sanders might be the next president. <laughs> But, I mean, there's a part of me – and a good friend of mine is working on the, the Bernie Sanders campaign, and she gets really excited about stuff. And I'm like, oh, that's nice. He won't be president. <laughs> and I, I've got to be honest with you. It would be not advantageous to me to have a socialist president. Yeah. So hopefully not Bernie Sanders.
1: I think you're correct that there's a – Bernie's got some ideas on wealth distribution <laughs> that are yeah, and I don't profound. <laughs> It's not just yeah, pick on those, pick on those. So oh, so as long as we're as long as we're going through. Hey, the McDonald's CEO, uh, <laughs> he uh, didn't get any details on it, but he had some sort of uh, relationship with a subordinate, which as a CEO is everybody who works for McDonald's, and he gets to walk away with I think the number was around seventy-two million with stock options. So. Um, if Bernie's going after some of that wealth distribution, I could be with it, but I don't think he's going to stop there. <laughs> I think he's like, yeah, no. that's that's a start, that's a warm up act. I got to keep going, and I, I just I still think many flaws to it, but having a, a free market system, competition, everybody's got a shot to to make a lot of money is a a lot better better route to go.
0: So fuck it, I'm going to go all in on this. So <laughs> oh, great, <laughs> we're all- we were almost out, <laughs> and I mean it's my fault because we
1: could have we could have <laughs> slid
0: is. out, but okay, go ahead you did this. <laughs> it's my fault. Yep, I'll admit it. So I've seen a lot of memes on the Facebook and various other social medias lately, um, particularly with this being an election week, that voting for Republicans or voting for anybody who is supportive of Donald Trump or voting for Trump in general is against your best interest be unless you are super wealthy and that you are, in fact, stupid if you're voting for him. And I'm not saying that Voting for him is the right choice or that you're not stupid for voting with him. But the argument that it only benefits the the incredibly wealthy is not accurate. I am not a supporter of Trump, just to be just to be very clear. In fact, I'm not a supporter of our entire political system. <laughs> I I disagree with it. I'm I'm trying to opt out. <laughs> I'm hoping other people are on board with me with this. I want to unfriend the government as quickly as possible. But that that's not true at all. So since Trump has taken office, there, ha- there have been tax breaks that I am not a, a incredibly wealthy person. I am not a CEO of a giant corporation making millions of dollars a year. I have benefit incredibly <laughs> from the Trump tax breaks to the degree that I don't think I even understood how painfully taxed that I was prior to that. So, and and many, many other people in my tax bracket or lower tax brackets have also benefited from that. So that's just not true. It, It does benefit all of us to have competition. I'm not saying Trump's right. I'm just saying you need to be careful about where you live when when the socialist version of taxes come into play in a conversation because uh, as it stands right now I believe it is according to most of the Democratic candidates they consider wealth to begin at you you're in the wealthiest tax bracket in their mind if you make if your household income is double the median household income of where you live so I think everybody should google the median household income of where they live. And I think that they would be surprised at what tax bracket they may be considered for. And next on Fox and
1: Friends, we will be having (laughs) Squawk Cobbler is turning into...
0: Vote Mike Belinsky and Kelly Tool. Tool.
1: That's right. Yeah, we're going to have to We'll have to. to <laughs> we're gonna have to work on the platform a little bit more, but uh, we'll we'll get there. Yeah, and so it's the last log on the fire. Um, on a scale of one to one hundred, with one hundred being absolutely going to happen and one being never happen, uh, Hillary entering the race. Where are you at? I
0: mean, I could see her trying to do something. Like, as far as entering the race, maybe like a three to a four winning i would say like a negative 35 because obviously republicans hate her she wasn't well liked or supported by her own party and i personally have talked to a lot of really hardcore democrats who blame her for trump being president so i just can't see any good coming from her running you
1: so i I honestly believe that in her mind she should be president so i think that that there's always going to be that push to say, well, I, I, sh- I should be the first woman president. And I think that, whether you call it ego or whatever, I think that's always there, that if, if she perceives that there's an opening, I could see, I could see her entering. Um, I also do not think um, she'd fare well uh, even getting the nomination, uh, mostly because she has learned nothing <laughs> from she got beat by a, a walking, breathing train wreck of communication, you know, just in terms of this, this guy, would just things were coming out of his mouth all the time that just that anybody else would have had to shut their campaign down. And she could not beat him. And when she didn't beat him, there was no self reflection around, oh, this is what I should have done. You know, it was always, well, it was the Russians, it was this, it was that. She didn't pick up on on any of the things, which to me is, hey, there's a bunch of people in the middle of the country who feel super disconnected and want somebody looking out for them and make it clear to them that you know that they exist and you probably are going to do okay (laughs) but she hasn't been able to pick pick that up so i think i put the chances of her entering um of my one to one hundred scale at about 25 Uh, but i would agree with you that even if she does enter i think it's going to be it would be it would be tough
0: uh, for her. her yeah, yeah, both. I think it's gonna be impossible, and I I would hope at least for the Democratic Party's sake, that they are not stupid enough to try and run her in that position. If they want to choose a female candidate, that's great. And I think a, a female candidate, if I can't be president and it can't be Alice, I think a female president would be a great change of pace, not her.
1: And again, uh, <laughs> Fox and Friends and Squawk Cover, thank you. I
0: just And I just want to remind everybody, again, Kelly Topic. Kelly is the one who said he hates women and they're not ready to be president. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> So again, all I said is I like tax breaks. Yeah, <laughs> so I just want to so, sum yeah. all that up for I you I do guys. think
1: I do think we need Facebook to fast fact check squat cobblers because there are many <laughs> things at the end of this podcast which are not are not accurate. It's nice that we're you know we got we we finally broke the string of a, a whole lot of white guys uh, with President Obama, and I think continuing to break that string in different ways and get you know have our president be more reflective of, of the country that we are is be very very cool far and away a different point of view than what mike is trying to articulate as my point of view so i just thought i would get that out um before we wrap up <laughs> yet another i don't know why why i bring these up but but we did it so hope you liked and subscribed
0: and uh, <laughs> hope you liked and subscribed in the beginning before kelly yeah. said all of this stuff classist sexist i just said i like tax breaks Who who likes paying taxes so thanks for listening everybody <laughs> Talk to you later <laughs> thanks for li- listening that person who's still with us uh, 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 <laughs> uh, 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 <clapping> all right i'm gonna stop the broadcast